Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America. This is Tea to Green, the golf show. The next best thing to playing golf is talking golf. That's what we do every Sunday right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for listening. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans once again, talking golf. Scott Cuddy's in Master Control. And we've got a couple of great guests on the show to join us as we talk golf. The most asked question in golf since the start of the year has been whether or not the increased participation, that is, rounds played, equipment sales, tee times, would continue into 2021. And the answer so far, a resounding yes. The latest rounds played report from the National Golf Foundation is out and Eric Matyshevsky from the NGF is back on the show today to tell us about the latest golfing numbers. Later in the hour, we will focus on Las Vegas and this week's PGA Show Buying and Education Summit. It used to be called the Las Vegas PGA Show. So why the name change? Why is there a new location? The Las Vegas JW Marriott Resort. And why a new format? Those questions and more will be answered when we hear from uh, our buddy Mark Simon, the Vice President of Golf Exhibitions, who will be with us today here on Tee to Green. There's Olympic golf. Bryson DeChambeau's making headlines again in the spotlight. Lots to cover on the show today, and we will tee it up and talk golf on another edition of Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up, I'm on the tee at seven, I'm here to try my luck, they say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot, though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots, oh lord, what am I gonna Help me keep my head down, save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's Tita Green. Our website, tdgreenradio.com. Check it out. Like us on Facebook. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, teeing it up with Eric Matyshevsky. When we continue next here on Tita Green. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. 
and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800 846 Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's Tita Green. It's the Golf Show. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, Roscoe the Rockstar Dog is here. Scott Cuddy, Master Control. We're all back with another edition of Tita Green. I think, I think Roscoe deserves the top billing, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll start. <laughs> yeah. Just talk to his agent, huh? That's right, yeah. He wants a 15% bump in his pay. Oh, jeez. Okay, or, or more bones. <laughs> more bones, really. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's Scott. There's Scott with uh, Roscoe barking in the background. Oh, that's right. Uh, good show for you today. Later in the hour, Mark Simon's going to be here. Mark with the uh, Las Vegas PGA show. He's with PGA Exhibitions. They put on the annual show in Orlando every January and the summer show in Las Vegas which gets underway tomorrow. So we'll talk to Mark, and he'll preview that for us. 
I'm looking forward to that. I always like to see what's uh, what's on new on the agenda as far as golf is concerned, whether it be equipment or rounds played or whatever. Speaking of rounds played, our first guest is standing by, ready to go on the T to Green guest line. Would you like that little transition yeah, I just used? Perfect. Thank you for setting me up or <laughs> teeing it up for me, and I didn't hit it or shank it or anything like that out of the fairway. Uh, from the National Golf Foundation, which keeps track of all of these numbers, rounds played, equipment sales, tee times. Eric Matashevsky is with us today. We're going to look at those numbers, the latest, as we have just are past the halfway point of 2021. Uh, Eric, welcome back to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's always good to be with you guys. You know, there's sort of a golf, there's sort of a conundrum in golf these days as far as uh, uh, finding tee times to play. It's bad news in some respects, but it's good news in other respects, I guess, because that means the business is doing well and everybody's busy and making money. Yeah, you know, it's, you're right. Golf is kind of in an interesting spot right now. We've, I think all of us who have been uh, followers of the game and very devoted to golf have kind of championed it over the years when these negative headlines have come out talking about how it's uh, had its struggles. Uh, but right now, golf is booming. There's no question. And that's reflected in the T-sheets. It is hard. It, no matter where you are, no matter how, who you talk to, trying to get that weekend tee time is a real challenge. Yeah. What about, uh, like, the for the peak season overall? Do you, do you feel like since the beginning of the year, uh, as we transition back to the end of summer, has this peak season been higher than what you expected? Well, it's an excellent question because this is one of the things that we're keeping a very close eye on, right? Because last year was so unusual through the summer months. We had this massive surge of interest, but a lot of things, a lot of other activities were shut down and people were getting out to the golf course because it was healthy, because it was safe. It was something they could do with family. It was outside, all of those great things. So the question was this year, how is that going to compare? You know, obviously we knew the spring, the numbers were going to be off the charts and it was, you know, 81% up in April, as we expected when so many things were shut down. In May, it was 18% up. In June, which we could say was going to be the first real comparison, we kind of looked at last year, things were mostly open at some golf course operations. And then this year, and it was almost even in terms of play. So that's an incredibly encouraging sign for the system of that surge, whether or not we were going to be able to sustain that, sustain that year over year. And right now we're seeing indications are we are. You know, looking at some of the numbers we've gotten back through July, the, uh, the momentum continues to be very strong. So can we keep it up through the, the remainder of the year? That's going to be the question. But right now, over last year, we're almost 25% up, which is to be expected with the early season shutdowns last year. However, we're almost 20% up over the previous three-year non-COVID era. So in terms of momentum, people are still getting out. People are still playing a lot. We're up a little bit from last June. You said June would be sort of the measuring stick because everything, uh, the surge in golf started last June. So I guess you guys are really focused on the June number this year, weren't you? Yeah, you know, we were really looking at that. We're really looking at July and August because, I mean, think about it. Last year, year over year, we saw a 20% raise last July. We saw a 21% raise last August. So those searches, that's not normal. So to just to kind of give you a frame of reference, 
you might see month to month, year over year, maybe a two to three percent, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, variation. It's usually weather induced. You know, that's really what's going to be the big change. So, so to see a jump like we had last year was really significant. I mean, almost unprecedented to see kind of that type of momentum unless there's a massive weather activity. So if we're able to meet last year, and that's really what the expectation is, you know, can we, can we meet the, uh, what we did last year in terms of rounds played throughout the summer months? That's what we're going to be looking closely at. So while you, you look at the numbers overall, we'll jump last year to this year, the fact that it was level is hugely encouraging. Breaking it down geographically, would you say that uh, play overall is up like on the East Coast, West Coast, uh, down South? Uh, I mean, are the, all those geographic locations, are they about the same or the, is there a wide pattern of, of uh, difference? Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty uh, even across the board. You know, we're seeing in terms of the, the momentum, we're seeing an increase earlier on the West Coast just because there was more widespread shutdowns earlier in the year last year, and they lasted longer. You know, you saw California and Washington and states like that with a significant golf presence. They were, um, you know, operationally, they had more limitations than did the southern states, you know, than the southeast of the U.S. and things like that. So, you know, while play continues to be pretty steady in terms of an increase, you're seeing a little bit more in the, uh, the West Coast and the Pacific Northwest so far this year. Eric Matyshevsky with the National Golf Foundation. They track rounds played, equipment sales, and pretty much uh, keep their uh, keep their finger on the pulse of the golf industry. I guess with these numbers, the latest rounds report show play was up 0.4 percent nationally for this June compared to last June, and up 23 percent in 2021 at this point compared to. 2020. Eric, the surge or the rise carries over into other things, other areas. I mentioned equipment sales. That's still doing very well, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. And I mean, one thing is going to equate to the other, right? When people are getting out and and playing, they're going to get out and spend more. It doesn't matter if it's green fees. It doesn't matter if it's golf balls, equipment. They're going to be buying some of that new stuff if they can. And, you know, last year, the, uh, the equipment manufacturers were very limited in terms of production. You know, the, the lines of, uh, of distribution were, were limited and new product releases were limited. So now all of a sudden you have this, uh, this follow-up year where people are still getting out and playing and they have new product on the market. So, yeah, it's kind of a, a perfect storm and people are getting out and buying and playing. You know, it's been interesting that uh, because of the pandemic, there's been a lot of problems with, people ordering stuff and then taking a long time to get it. Has that been true as far as equipment sales that people are trying to get things delivered to their home address or to their home retailer? Yeah. Anecdotally, you will hear some issues like that just because, um, you know, trying to keep up with demand and, you know, it's always going to be a supply and demand issues. So, you know, most of the OEMs have been prepared for this and, and trying to meet that and have been laying, uh, you know, had to, to kind of restrict, hold back a little bit last year on their production. So, uh, but you do hear some instances of, you know, trying to meet that ball demand because, you know, that's been off the charts. Off the charts, especially golf ball and ball wholesale dollar sales up 77% from last year and 35% 
over 2019 pre-COVID. Uh, are those numbers surprising? Yeah, they, they have been. You know, we, we expected to have a very good year. Um, but, you know, it's, there's no telling because, you know, from year to th- year, things are going to vary pretty significantly. But, you know, the fact that this momentum has remained strong um, is very telling for the industry. And that's what we're going to be looking forward to uh, in, in the months to come and really try to track this. Because, you know, when we looked back at last year, you know, we talk about how many people either turned or returned to golf, right? But one yeah. of the things that people didn't focus on, I mean, together, that's, that's 6.2 million people. You had 3.2 million returners, people, people coming back to golf who had played it in the past, but it kind of stepped away for a while, and 3 million beginners. And that's significant, and we celebrated that a lot. But at the same time, you know, there was 5.7 million golfers who stepped away whether it was job-related, whether it was concern about COVID, or whether it was some of the occasional golfers who didn't have that charity event or corporate event or that one golf tournament that they played in every year was canceled because of COVID. You know, so what we're really trying to track now, in addition to you know, everything else, is how many of those people are coming back. And then that kind of perpetuates the buying cycle because they're all of a sudden back into purchases and play. I know exactly why people are buying more golf balls. It's because they're losing it in the rough like I do. (laughs) I'm right there with you. (laughs) Numbers looking good in 2021 as we are just past the halfway point of the year. That's uh, the latest rounds report from Golf Data Tech via the National Golf Foundation from the NGF. Our guest has been Eric Matashevsky. Eric, thanks for taking the time to do this, and uh, we'll see you in a few more months to see how things are shaped up in 2021. Thanks for thanks again. Sounds great. Always appreciate it, guys. Eric Matashevsky with us today here on Tee to Green. Good stuff, really. Yeah. And it's uh, it's amazing the, the surge we're seeing in golf. Well... People got to do something it, fun. It only took a global pandemic. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, global pandemic. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. 
everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Talking golf, 52 weeks a year and loving it. That's what we do here on Cheetah Green, the golf show. Thank you for being the most important part of what we do every week here on Cheetah Green. Before we get uh, further into this segment, a quick note from our friends at Divot Magazine. It's a reminder about the state of Colorado's premier golf discount program, the 2021 Green Saver. Never pay full price to golf again. You got the golf coupon book or the mobile, you can play more and save more for only $50. That's five zero. Save with free green fees, two-for-ones, 50% off, free cart rentals, plus there's discounts on food and drinks, lodging lessons, club fittings, eight new courses in Colorado, over 80 total courses, and uh, you can get the green saver and the mobile. The mobile has been the price on that has dropped to $29 with the mobile. You never lose or damage your book. You can keep up with new courses and deals that come online during the season because it's on your phone. Well, there you go. It's a great idea. Never pay full price to golf again. Both the book and the mobile totally transferable to family and friends. For more info and to get yours, check it out online at greensavergolf.com, greensavergolf.com. Still plenty of time left, and none of the coupons in the book or the mobile expire until December 31st. Well, that's natural because it's a yearly subscription. Yeah, and don't forget to call it that. <laughs> uh, the Brew Saver, new this year, daily drink discounts at more than 50 Colorado venues. Sign up today at brewsaver.net, greensavergolf.com, the other, and uh, get out and play and never pay full price to golf again. It's a great value, really is. You and I have taken advantage of a few of those as well. Yes, definitely. Did you watch uh, any of the Olympic golf this past week? Yes, I have. Uh, some interesting uh, play, to say the least. Uh, I want to congratulate Nellie Corder. Actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, all three women from the United States, uh, one, two, three, right? Uh, well, they're uh, actually, Corder represented the U.S. Monet Anami, 
represented Japan. Okay. And Lydia Ko, who grew up here in the U.S. and so it was all had normally plays for the U.S. ended up playing for the New Zealand team. Okay. <laughs> they, they, See, I can't figure out how they do that in the Olympics. Yeah. You know, it's it's like uh, when, what was it, one of the years that we were talking about uh, women's basketball? Becky Hammond, who who attended the university or Colorado State University, uh, she ended up playing for the Russians. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going. Okay, she grew up in the United States. How does she have? I guess her family has some Russian connections. You have some ties or connections, I guess. I guess that's how they can work it. They they, they wheel it around that way. Criteria, they can fit you into just about anybody. So that's why I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) But Porta, yeah, the number one female golfer in the world right now in the Rolex rankings, 17 under par, she takes the gold. That is really an amazing achievement. I mean, there's a lot of pressure there when you think about it. we're not talking about monetary pressure. We're talking about just representing, you know, everyone in your country land. And uh, that's really significant pressure. Inami and Co. tied for second, a shot back, and then they had a playoff. And Inami uh, beat Co. in the playoff. So Inami takes the silver, Co. takes the bronze. Uh, Co. took silver in Rio back in 2016 and thus became the first woman with multiple medals in Olympic golf history. Well, how long has been golf in, in been in the Olympics now? Well, they, they had it years ago, and then uh, then then it went away, and they just re-added golf in uh, 2016 and this year. So uh, there is a history there. Why isn't bowling in the Olympics? Uh, pro- well, hey, looking at some of the sports that were in this year, yes, I, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if a few years we have bowling. I'm not surprised that they haven't already put in like country line dancing. <laughs> I mean, we had we had skateboarding. Yes, we had badminton. Well, badminton's been in there a long time. Yeah, now. But, it really has. But still, you look at those and go, those are Olympic sports. Yeah, you know, I I watched the ping pong a little bit, and um, I mean, pong? table tennis is. Yeah. You you watch the the people that are really top elite players. I was always a pretty good uh, table tennis player myself, but when I look at those guys, I'm going. You know, I would lose 11 nothing or 21 nothing or whatever to these people. I played a lot of table tennis, but I kept falling off the table. But I'm bumped. Corda won the LPGA championship back in June, and she's the first golfer to win a major and an Olympic gold medal in the same year. Well, that's an amazing achievement. There's too. a lot of history going on there. Um, Corda, uh, her sister, Jessica. By the way, who's... Who's older? Who's younger? Well, I want to say that Jessica's older. Yeah, you're right. Jessica's 28. Nellie's 23. Jessica didn't do too badly. She shot a 64 in the last round and finished in 15th place at 9-under. The other two U.S. members of the women's team, Danielle Kang, was minus 7. She finished in 20th. And Lexi Thompson, minus 3, came in 33rd out of the 60 players in the women's Olympic competition in Japan. Lexi, ever since she collapsed in the U.S. Women's Open right. earlier this summer, she's kind of struggled, and I think she's got some mental issues going well, on. Well, it's not surprising, because when you do, uh, I mean, look at what happened to Greg Norman many years ago when he lost that, uh, the U.S. Open, was it? He uh, had an eight-stroke lead going into the lost final. Lost the Open, lost the Masters. I mean, you know, you look at that and you're going, you know, how in the world can that happen? And then the psychological effect it has on, on somebody when after the, it takes place, you're going, wow, 
that's got to be tough on someone, and, and it is. But I, I've always tried to maintain the philosophy, and I told this to my stepdaughter when she ran track, and she got, uh, got a chance to go to state, and so she was running in the 400, and she uh, finished 14th out of 16 people. Well, I said, but look at it this way. You're at state, you know, and a lot of people never make it there. I never did. Yeah. So that's something to pat yourself on the back about. And, and the same holds true here. I mean, these people were at the Olympics. And, uh, you know, you got to say that's, that's quite a credit to them that they were actually picked and made it to the Olympics. That's for sure. Double gold for America in Olympic golf. quarter wins the women's event. Xander Shoffley took the gold in the men. Rory Sabatini took the silver. C.T. Pan won a seven-way playoff to take the bronze. Uh, the only bummer part about the men's competition is that a lot of the big names didn't play. There were five of the top 11 players in men's golf who didn't play in the Olympics. Rom and DeChambeau didn't play because of COVID, but uh, DJ, Jordan Spieth, um, and Brooks Kepka all decided to skip. And that was the second event that John Rom had issues with uh, COVID uh, because he had to be disqualified or to bow out of the tournament that he was leading by six strokes going into the to the last round. Yeah, by contrast, the women had like 15 of the top 16 players in the world in the Olympics. That's why you had... And it was a better event. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Bryson DeChambeau, he, uh, he's catching flack because when he hits an errant drive, he's not yelling four. And a couple <laughs> of his fellow competitors... Uh, Richard Bland and uh, the other being um, Eduardo Molinari have, okay. have thought that's in bad taste, and they've spoken up and said somebody needs to do something about this guy. Either that or they need to wait until the guys get onto the green because, uh, I mean, he hits the ball so hard and so far. And I understand that that's part of the etiquette of golf. You're, it's a gentlemanly sport, sportsmanship, and you should holler for but I'm also thinking he hits the ball in the air probably 300 yards. Who can even hear him 300 yards away when he yells four? Good point. Or if he yells four. Yeah, maybe he needs a, a megaphone or something like that. You and I, I mean, what if we fly the ball, 185, 200? That's on a good day. That's, if you, that's like putting two football fields back-to-back. Back. Now, right. if you stood on, a, on one football field on the goal line, and yelled to somebody 100 yards away on the other goal line, the chances are they may not hear you. Exactly right. Now, you do that, you double that, or you triple it, and I, 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 I'm not saying don't ever holler four, because I still think you should, but does anybody even hear you if you're 300 yards away? I'm not sure. Maybe they can. Uh, he can record it onto a, a drone, and they can have the drone. And how many, how many times do you see a ball head head to a crowd 300 yards away? Yeah. And most people don't even realize until the ball hits somebody or bounces, or bounces right in front of them. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, anyway, Bryson, say four. Come on. Yeah. It won't kill you. <laughs> okay, we got to go off. We're back with Mark Simon after this. As T.D. Green continues, we'll talk Las Vegas and the summer Las Vegas PGA show and buying exhibition.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hi, this is Marsha Hawkins of Elevating with Marsha. Join me this week on the podcast on Sports Byline USA Radio Network. I'm going to take an in-depth look at health insurance. The enrollment period is ending soon in most states. I'll have all the information you need to know to pick a qualified health plan and what the guidelines are. Join me, Marsha Hawkins, on Elevating with Marsha, XM203, Series 217, and on the app at 967 Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Golfers listen because we speak their language here on T to Grain, the golf show. We being Jay Ritchie and Jerry Evans in master control today is Scott Cuddy. And you know, every time the big PGA show in Orlando, Florida rolls around in late January, we always get Mark Simon from PGA Golf Exhibitions to talk about it. Same for the Las Vegas PGA show which, by the way, this year's edition gets underway tomorrow. I called Mark earlier in the week, and we talked to him and asked him to come on, and he said, Jay, I'd love to, just one problem. And right now, as we're doing the show live, Mark is about 40,000 feet in the air on an airplane. He's flying from his home on the East Coast to Las Vegas to get ready for the show, which begins tomorrow. But, hey, no problem. 
we're here, we're tea to green, we can figure things out and how to get around it. Using modern technology and digital recording processes, we talked to Mark before he got on the plane. It's called pre-production, right? Called pre-production, and uh, did the interview, and we're going to play it back for you uh, right now here on Tee to Green. Mark Simon with PGA Golf Exhibitions, the vice president of uh, Mark Simon of PGA Golf Exhibitions. The show opens tomorrow in Las Vegas, and it runs through Tuesday. Actually, Wednesday wraps up with a golf event. But anyway, here's the interview we did with Mark Simon. Enjoy. Simon, Vice President of PGA Golf Exhibitions. Mark's the guy in charge of the annual PGA show in Orlando every January. And, of course, the Las Vegas PGA show, which is coming up tomorrow and Tuesday at the JW Marriott Las Vegas Resort and Spa, the newly formatted show, the PGA show Buying and Education Summit is what it's called, to welcome influential PGA pros and golf buyers to meet in person with top apparel, accessory, and golf lifestyle companies in Las Vegas, a two-day event featuring fashion and accessory line showings, education workshops. There'll be a town hall from the PGA of America, a Southwest PGA section events, several networking receptions, and even a golf outing on Wednesday. For more info on that, you can go to PGALasVegas.com. We welcome Mark Simon back to Tee to Green. Hi, Mark. How are you? Jay, thanks so much for having me, and boy, it's like 10 years ago since I've been on, but I think it was right in late, late 2019 before the 2020 show, and that was our last large in-person gathering, uh, you know, in, in back in January of 2020. That show went great, and then, as we all know, uh, things uh, changed dramatically uh, thereafter, so what a ride it's been over the last, you know, 18 to 20 months, and as you said, we're really excited to get back to a, an in-person event, uh, set up in a very different way, though, but um, we're very excited, uh, you know, Monday and Tuesday to be at the JW for this new event. Yeah, before we talk specifically about the Las Vegas event, there's the show in Orlando every January. Then there's this one. Are there similarities? Are they very different? Why the two different shows? Yeah, so to give you a little bit of background and your listeners' background, you know, the, the January event is the worldwide gathering place for the golf industry. That's where, you know, we get thirty to 35,000 people from around the world at the show traditionally, almost a 1,000 exhibiting companies and brands. Uh, that's really where the world of golf gets together to drive business for the upcoming season, to kick off the new year. Um, whereas Vegas, you know, is very different. It's a more regional gathering um, focused on a specific apparel buying cycle. It usually takes place, you know, at the same time as Fashion Week in Las Vegas. It attracts from, you know, those warmer weather climates where they're really, really busy during January mm-hmm. in Orlando, and they can't necessarily make it there. But this is good timing. You know, when it's 110 degrees in Vegas, for example, uh, that is very easy for them to get away from their shops and, and come to an event. So it's a much smaller scale event uh, traditionally focused on apparel and really attracting, I would say, predominantly from the southwest U.S. Uh, or the western third of the U.S., but also for, for many climates. You know, we get some good attendance from South Florida. This is really hot. So just two, two very different, uh, unique events. What kind of an attendance are you expecting in Vegas? So traditionally, you know, we'd have a couple thousand people at, at the Vegas event. This year, you know, as you alluded to, and we can talk more about this in a bit, but We've set up the show very, very different and are trying some new things. And um, 
you're ready for that, we can take your, your listeners through what we're doing different this year. So let me know. Yeah, I dropped a little nugget. I said the newly formatted PGA show and buying education summit. Why the change in format? So we figured this year, you know, um, you know, with everything going on and, you know, going back to 2021, we didn't have an in-person event in Orlando. There were really no large in-person events happening at that time. We went all virtual. And our audience, you know, although they had great success, uh, you know, enjoying the, the education and some of the networking and the marketplace that we had virtually, you know, our audience, you know, wants to get back to in-person. You know, the, you know, the golf industry is doing really, really well, but, you know. We think there's some really good metrics in, in place for long-term growth. At the same time, you know, again, with everything going on, we thought it was a good time based on kind of our buyer and exhibitor feedback to try something a little bit different and to focus on an event that was smaller scale but higher value. So, again, focus specifically on structured business meetings, networking opportunities, and education. But then, again, not on the strip but at a, a high-end resort where we can really focus on the experience um, the business meeting specifically, and the networking rather than something that, that is much larger scale. And we've had really good feedback and response thus far. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was wondering, uh, I thought it would be a great question to ask you, why not at the Strip or the Convention Center or one of the more traditional places? Why a resort that's actually a few miles away west of the Strip? Yes, yeah, so we've done events at Orlando. You probably remember an event called the One-to-One where it was, uh, again, a very structured event before the before the show actually took place, um, where we would, you know, invite a group of apparel and accessory companies, influential buyers, and PGA professionals, and actually set up structured one-to meetings, structured one-to-one meetings based on their interest and their product type. And that event was so successful, um, and has been successful for a number of years. We thought, could we build an entire event? around that, but just expand the offerings and do it in a way, you know, in a unique setting that's different and that what people are not used to. And, you know, the JW Marriott, if you haven't been there, is a beautiful property. It has ample space for what we need to do, and it offers kind of that different, unique, high-end experience where even when people aren't in meetings, they can meet at a reception or they can meet in an outdoor setting at the hotel. So we wanted to really create for those people who are coming in a two-day event that, again, offers unique experience structured business meetings, but also open times where they can network, where they can participate in education conferences. We're actually really excited to have PGA President Jim Richardson and Don Ray, future president, coming in for a PGA of America town hall as well. So we pack in a lot, but also offer, you know, kind of open times for people to network and get together on their own as well. Yeah. The JW Marriott, great, great choice there. If you weren't doing any, anything else, just inviting people to the JW Marriott would be awesome. We are with Mark Simon, Vice President, PGA Golf Exhibitions, talking about the PGA Show Buying and Education Summit in Las Vegas, Monday, Tuesday, and it wraps up on Wednesday with the golf event. And Mark, like the regular show in Orlando, it's closed to the public, is it not? It's just for industry people? Yeah, this is only for industry um, professionals. So, um, again, with this event, a focus on PGA professionals and buyers, um, not open to the public. And, again, it's, it's really structured business-to-business meetings. If I'm an industry professional and I'm in, in the fashion, apparel, accessories, or lifestyle area, why should I go to the Las Vegas show? Well, a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, we have really a unique group of apparel, accessory, and golf lifestyle companies. So, you know, over 30 brands where you can get a lot of business done and to meet with them. 
simultaneous to that, though, we, you know, Fashion Week is still going on in Vegas. So there's a number of larger fashion events that take place at various locations, whether it's the convention center, the Venetian, or on the Strip. And for those buyers who are interested in kind of sampling what's out there and kind of seeing, you know, in the general apparel universe what's going on, it's great. GA Show Buying and Education Summit in Las Vegas, Monday, Tuesday, and it wraps up on Wednesday with the golf event. And Mark, like the regular show in Orlando, it's closed to the public, is it not? It's just for industry people? Yeah, this is only for industry um, professionals. So, um, again, with this event, a focus on PGA professionals and buyers, um, not open to the public. And, again, it's, it's really structured business-to-business meetings. If I'm an industry professional and I'm in, in the fashion, apparel, accessories, or lifestyle area, why should I go to the Las Vegas show? Well, a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, we have really a unique group of apparel, accessory, and golf lifestyle companies. So, you know, over 30 brands where you can get a lot of business done and to meet with them. Simultaneous to that, though, we, you know, Fashion Week is still going on in Vegas. So there's a number of larger fashion events that take place at various locations, whether it's the convention center, the Venetian, or on the Strip. And for those buyers who are interested in kind of sampling what's out there and kind of seeing, you know, in the general apparel universe what's going on, it's a great opportunity, an easy 15- to 20-minute ride to the Strip to check that out. And a number of our merchandisers and buyers will combine visits to those events with, with visits to the JW Marriott. And if I'm a listener right now, if I'm a golfer and I'm listening to you and I talking about it, why should I care what's going on in Vegas at the show? Well, again, this is a really important time for apparel, as we mentioned. So a lot of new, uh, you know, lines, the spring 2022 lines are being debuted during this time. So the business that's taking place here directly is going to impact what you're going to see in your pro shop or at your retail facility that you go to to buy your golf merchandise uh, in the coming months. So. Joe. Well, again, this is right now, and we wanted to offer a diverse mix of in-person education sessions we're also recording them, and they're going to be available on demand after the event as well. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. One of the positives that has come out of the fact that you've been virtual, both with the Orlando show and with some of the other things you're doing, is that these digital platforms are there year-round for people to partake in or to see or to learn from rather than just during the shows. That's absolutely correct. We launched PGA Show Connects, uh, which is our virtual platform that, again, provides education year-round. Um, all the sessions are on demand uh, for viewing after the fact. And what we've really found is that people want to they want to take part in education in person, and if they can't, they want flexibility so that they can access it kind of on their own time. So we professionals or for everyone. Yes, there's a mix. So we do have a, a paid education conference um, for PGA professionals where they can earn MSR credits. Those, you know, are only accessible to industry professionals. But we have some content uh, that's actually, you know, it is <laughs> that anybody can actually check it out. You know, we had a great session at the January 2021 virtual show where we had Bill Nicholson and Dave Phillips just kind of having a, a chat about, you know, coffee and about Phil's game. And yeah. you know, what a great lead-up with Phil winning the PGA Championship. So some of those cool sessions are actually available for anybody uh, via our platform. And more on that at pgashow.com. Is that where they check it out? 
Yes, yeah, you can go to PGAShow.com, and we have links to our PGA Show Connect platform, to the Vegas Show. Absolutely, that's the good home base for anything PGA Show related. Yeah, sounds good. And one, finally, the PGA of America Town Hall that's going to take place, what, Tuesday? Yeah, that's, that's right. We alluded to that. You know, that's with Jim Richardson, the PGA president, Don Ray, who's the secretary now, but will be a future president, John Easterbrook, chief membership officer, is going to be the moderator. And that's basically open to any PGA professional that's coming in. I know the PGA is going to talk a little bit about some of the exciting things happening with their new HQ at Crisco. Definitely we'll be talking about the upcoming Ryder Cup. And then it's a general uh, Q&A. So we're excited about that. That takes place on Tuesday afternoon. For more, PGAshow.com, specifically for the Vegas show, which is Monday and Tuesday at the JW Marriott Las Vegas Resort and Spa, PGALasVegas.com. We've been speaking to Mark Simon, the Vice President, PGA Golf Exhibitions. Jay, thanks again so much for having me, and take care. Mark Simon on Tee to Green. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. Another hour just flying by on today's edition of TD Green, but we're not done yet. A couple of PGA Tour events going on this week. The Barracuda Championship, also known as the Reno Tahoe Open at Tahoe Mountain Golf Course. Jerry, they're playing with a modified Stableford scoring system. Well, that's interesting. I just kind of wonder, is the group Hart performing there? (laughs) Barracuda. Barracuda. Yeah, we should have that queued up ready to go. Huh? <laughs> right. Just like we should have Elvis doing Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> Modified Stableford. You get points for birdies and eagles. You lose points if you make bogey or worse. And you get no points for par. Yeah, that's true. It's an interesting system. Uh, they used to use it uh, when they had the tournament at Castle Pines up in Castle Rock here in Colorado. Yeah, the international. Adam Schenk leads the way. He's got 38 points. Eric Van Royen and Andrew Putnam in second with 34. Scott Piercy and Joel Dahman with 33. And Emiliano Grio has 31. But, uh, boy, you can make a lot of points in one day. So even though Schenk has the lead, you never know what's going to happen there. Well, that's exactly right. And it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, scoring system, to say the least. And it's the one thing that you want to do in golf where you get pluses. Not minus. Yeah. Everybody else in golf is invited to the WGC, the World Golf Championship, St. Jude FedEx Invitational in Memphis at TPC Southwind. Harris English, two-shot lead going into the last round today over Bryson DeChambeau and Cameron Smith. Big names, DJ Dustin Johnson, he's seven back. Jordan Spieth is minus seven. Rory McIlroy, minus six. Phil is playing. He's minus five. And as Xander Shoffley is at plus two, he's struggling a little bit with that weight of the Olympic gold medal around his neck. Did you know that Phil Mickelson is the oldest person to, uh, I, I'm not sure what the amount was, but he's, he's earning more as the oldest person athlete in the world. Something it, along that line. I yeah. just read about that. Yeah, well, and I guess Tom Brady's not too far behind him. Well, yeah, but he hasn't reached 50 yet. No, that's, See, that's the thing. Brady's just had a birthday. He's 44 now. Oh, that's just, he's just winding up for another year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks to Eric Matashevsky for joining us from the National Golf Foundation today. And thank you to Mark Simon. That's it. Till next time.